For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. For the college football index, I'm back with my guy Chad Clark. How you doing today, there, buddy? Doing all right. Doing all right. Notre Dame with a big win. Unfortunately, our brownies couldn't get it done, but uh, you know we'll stick to college football on this podcast. I don't want to talk about the Browns. I, 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 I when they lost that game, I turned it off and I didn't watch another down the rest of the day of football. I was so disgusted and yeah. I, I couldn't. So yeah. Um, we are back, you know, kind of, uh, you know, not a big, not a good weekend of, of, of football. A lot of blowouts. Some surprising games, I thought. But, um, yeah, I mean, some games that I didn't think uh, would, would be blowouts that I thought would be closer than what I thought. And, you know, um, I think some of the lower tier games ended up being pretty, pretty decent. Um, you know, a couple uh, F. F, uh, a couple lower level schools almost beat you know the power fives and I'm sure we'll get in that later later in the show but yeah for the most part I thought it was uh it was it was okay it was just an okay Saturday well, so. yeah like I I I what I do I don't know what you do I do is I flip around for the best games if Ohio State's not playing I'm I'm watching around the best games so I was flipping around and I watched Syracuse Purdue you know not your best you know, <laughs> that's what that's, I mean just the lower lower level you know not big your game. Big, Big, but it was a great game. Came down it, the last. It, it, it was. Seconds. I was watching Indiana. Was at Western Kentucky. That was a really good game. Yeah. So I watched that. Um, and then like I flip on the three thirty games. Oh, I'm excited. You know, we got Penn State, Auburn, Oregon by BYU. Blowout, blowout. Liberty Wake Forest wasn't what was came down. You know, last. Yeah, I came down. Forest. I did not watch that. I don't know what I was doing. I, I I was at that point dealing with the kids and stuff, but. Yeah, so um, so so not not the, the the biggest you know you guys got that win you guys needed that against Cal I I looked at I saw Marcus Freeman he just like he looked relieved you know not happy he looked just relieved just to get that first win had to feel so good for him yeah I mean listen their quarterback play is below below average and I think any win they get this this season is is a good win in his book yeah. Um, yeah, it's you know they got to go to North Carolina. That won't be easy. And I know North Carolina is not great, but that won't be easy. It's a, it's a pick'em game. Is it a pick'em game? Wow. I mean, I don't know who touches Notre Dame with that offense. You know, if North Carolina can score thirty. There's no. I don't think there's any way uh, Notre Dame can get to thirty. Oh. I don't think there's any way. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast today, and they were saying that Car Kid might reclassify. I mean, even before he was going to Notre Dame, he thought about it. Well. I mean, listen, uh, Notre Dame, you know, at, at the press conference today, Freeman basically went on and said they looked at bringing in some transfers and they just didn't think it was the right time, but they'll revisit it again this offseason. We'll see where their guys are at. So they're talking about it. They knew they were not strong at the quarterback position coming in, just like last year when they went out and, and brought the Wisconsin kid in. Uh, you know, I, I think they're going to look at something like that. Yep. So – 
right, guys. So in this episode of the podcast, uh, guys, we're going to discuss some um, the, the big wins. Another program firing his head coach. And then uh, we got your cousin on the show. Never met him, but I'm excited to hear him. He played football at Dayton. Big college football fan. Um, you know, follows Notre Dame, Ohio State pretty good. Um, so Kyle Santa. I said that right, right? Yeah, Kyle yeah, Santa. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to come on the show. And since uh, Ohio State plays in the MAC, maybe he can touch on some of their, their, their these big MAC games. The MAC they've been having. Okay, well, all right, all right. Let's let's back up there, Skippy Joe. <laughs> okay, the Big Ten East is good. <laughs> now the Big Ten West is is a dumpster fire, and it's been mm. a dumpster fire for mm. ten years, right? Mm. Mm. It's bad. That's bad football, coach. Yeah, but Michigan looks like okay. I know they haven't played. Michigan's anybody. got those. Okay. Okay. You got Ohio State. You got okay. But listen, look at look at look at the look at the potential. You got Ohio State with a lot of potential. Michigan has some potential. Penn State has some potential. Okay, Penn State. They they are they got they got some respect. I'll give you those those three. Who else you got? Okay. Who else? I I, you know you you don't know row the boat looks all right. (laughs) Come on, coach. Oh but like but it doesn't matter. Who cares? Because I think Ohio State's really good, and I think Michigan's probably really good, and I think Penn I, State's probably, you know, hey, Chris on this show said ten wins. I think he, you know, like they could I go think ten anything to under. I think anything under ten now is probably kind of a little bit of a disappointment, huh? And I'm not trying to poo-poo on. I did not poo-poo on Penn State fans today. I I congratulate him. I work with a ton of them, but Auburn's a disaster. That's a good win. Anytime you go in the South, you get a win when you're Big Ten school. You don't apologize for Auburn, but no. they're a complete joke. Brian so, Harson has no business. So they got Central Michigan, Game Four, and Northwestern. So that's that should get them the five and zero. Yes, um, going in the Michigan game at Michigan on October fifteenth. What a big that that should be probably two hundred. That's probably game day. I mean, that's probably yes college football game day right there. Um, well, Fox will be there probably. Oh yeah, Fox. Yeah, your boy Herbs. You know, maybe they'll bring him up. You know. I mean that 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 Nebraska Oklahoma game got so bad that Gus Johnson couldn't he, didn't he want to stick around he he left at halftime. Yeah, what he happened? He got sick. He said he wasn't feeling well, but that game was that game was. A, I think he gave up on him. Yeah, that game was bad. So all right, so let's get into the games. Uh, only two top twenty-five teams. Like last week, we had three top ten teams lose. This week, only two top teams, top twenty-five teams. Uh, my Michigan State Spartans lost to Washington. Uh, I still think they could be decent, but that was not the best loss. And then Miami lost to Texas A&M, so you had two top 25 teams. You know, that was an ugly game, 17-9. to Nobody deserved to win that game. But Texas A&M prevailed. Um, So let's start there. Penn State, they took care of business, Clark, 41-12. to My Penn State friends were all happy. Yeah, my uh, my brother in law was actually at the game. Wow! And, and uh, sitting front row, front row and center. I think Barstool even put up a picture of him and his buddy sitting in the the Penn State section. So, um, you know, probably probably one of the biggest wins and it, it, for Penn State in the last you know two or three years. Yes, um, I would for agree. Sure. We don't know. Listen, Auburn, they're trying to get rid of their coach. You talked about it last week. They stink. They, they stink. have no they have no quarterback play. They couldn't stop a nosebleed, um, but Penn State did what they was, they they should have done. Um, they're a better team. I think they got some respect out there now, right? I mean, I not saying they're a top ten team, but uh, I don't know if you got them in your top ten this week. But I, I think I think they're knocking down the door, right? I mean, yeah, 
Yeah. So, so, you know, you gotta give it to them and they went, you know, week one, week ones are always weird. Um, and they went and beat Purdue on the road. And I know Purdue's not world beaters, but still, you know, then they, they beat up our Ohio team and then they go down to the South and get a big win. So yeah, good showing by them. Here's the thing. And I'm, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm recruiting guy stars matter. Ari Wasserman. We got to get him on the show. We'll get him on the show sometime. That's my guy for athletic. You know, if you, you could get one recruiting class and you get, and it changes your talent. Nicholas Singleton, a kid I saw who who's around this area about 40 minutes away from here. I saw him play two games last year. Fantastic player. He rushed 10 times for 124 yards. He had, uh, you know, two touch, two long touchdowns. And then the, the, uh, the, the Allen kid, Katron Allen kid down there, IMG kid. They got two star, four star running backs. Both are the, that's the best running backs I've had since Saquon Barkley. They're both really good. And it's like recruiting matters. And you see Aller, and I know it's a limited duty, but Aller looks like he's a future star down the road probably next year. So recruiting matters. And Penn State finally went and got some recruits, and it's paying dividends. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, did you did you have to see the uh, the Eli Manning skit uh, today that was all over Twitter? I, I, I saw a clip. I didn't get to watch it. I was running it, around. But, yeah, that's it, hilarious. It, it, it's pretty good. I mean, guess what? That's all good stuff for the program, right? I mean, yes, people positive. watch that and, and – you know, having Eli, he went through the drills of a uh, of the walk on. They put him in a big disguise. Good stuff. Highly suggest you take the four minutes to watch it. I mean, it, it, it's a good it, laugh. I did watch. I watched like a minute of it. I got to go back and watch it. Yeah, so it's pretty good. He ran make, the forty and five four. You know, Frank and Franklin's all over. It, it, it's good. So big, big win for Penn State. But yeah, that that's that's funny. That that's good because that's good PR. It makes you look good and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I it, listen. We got them. You know, we, we talk a lot of Penn State on here. It's you know, Big Ten is kind of your area. Had a couple of big, big you know, Penn State um, writers on. Yeah, yeah. Followers. L- listen, that that Michigan game is huge. I mean, then you're looking at you know Minnesota, Ohio State. They have a chance to do some things. If they, it, 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 just imagine Ohio State and Penn State are undefeated going in that game. That would be crazy. You know, I think maybe Penn State's a year ahead of schedule. They are, know, think, but I, uh, that's fair. You know, sometimes, you know, you got to catch lightning in the bottle and, you know, Clifford's playing some good football. You know, he got the guy's 26, 27 years old, but, you know, he's finally he's finally found something. Well, this is what you got to do, you know, and it's the same thing when the next game, I'll tell you, I think they're the same player. Okay, Clifford is 14 and 19 for 178 yards. That's what you need. You need him between 18 to 25 passes. You know, you know, you know, and, and I get sometimes you got to throw a little bit, but you don't want him throwing the ball 30, 35 times. That's not that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. And let's let's board forward to Oregon, Oregon. I that's the I thing. watched that game. I watched that I watched entire game, game, coach. Because, you know, here's the thing. Oregon uh, 41 BYU 20. Here's the thing that we and I'm guilty of as anybody. We over like we overreact to week one. And then they got their doors blown off. And, and, and what I feel like so they should get knocked. But they calmed down. They, they beat up some teams week two. And they came out and they were ready. So, like, they could go have a good rest of their year. It, it, it's just like people overreact too much. And Georgia looks fantastic. And I Oregon's a nice program. And, and, like, they got that was a nice win for them. Speed, speed, speed. I'll tell you what. They got some running backs. They look yes. – I mean – it says 41 to 20. I don't even think it was that close. Yeah. Bo, Bo Nix might have had his best. I was thinking this watching the game. Very efficient. Just like you said, I don't know where the stats were. I think he had four or five touchdowns. He, total touchdowns. Here's Bo Nix stats. 
13 to 18, 222 yards, two touchdowns. It's almost identical to Clifford. They're like the same quarterback. I think he had three, I think he had three rushing touchdowns though, too. He did have three rushing touchdowns, but him and Clifford are similar. Just be manage game managers. Get the let your players like you get Bo Nix into like 20, like 20 to 25 passes, run the ball. They ran the ball. Their one running back had 97 yards, the other running back had 66. Knicks had 35. The other running back had 33. That's what you do. You run the ball, pound the rock, put him in successful downs to throw the ball, and, and he can win games for you, just like Clifford. Yeah. It was probably his more, most efficient game he's ever had going back to Auburn. Yeah. Um, Real good win for Oregon. Dan Lanning, I, they're not done for out, out, out Pac-12. They could win that whole thing. They could win out. You know, maybe get one more loss, but like 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 they're going to be in it. That's a good program still out there. You know, everybody overreacts. I get it. Georgia kicked the doors off him. It was his first game ever. I mean, I'm going to give the guy a benefit of doubt. Is Georgia just that good? Let's let's be honest here. I'm, I think they might. They could go back to back. I'm being I'm being serious. Like everybody loved their defense last year. Their offense is probably better than you know. Their offense is unbelievable right now. Yeah, I mean they kicked they kicked South Carolina. They but. went to South Carolina's house and destroyed them. And it's like like I, I think Shane Beamer's trying to build something. He's not a not a terrible coach. Uh, but you know, like you don't even compete at home. I mean, they're basically stolen the clock the last the last quarter of every game. I, I mean, they're I, sitting on the ball. They're just they're just it's, it's mop up duty. It's mop up duty. It's crazy. You're right. I agree. I agree. All right, next one. Washington, <laughs> thirty nine. Oh, you laughing at me? All right, it's all right. I do. I mean, I didn't know. You know, I, I, here's what I'll say about Tucker and Michigan State. Long term, I like Tucker. I, I I like what he says. I like how he's recruiting. Oh, you like you like what he says press press conference today. He says he's an awful football coach. I'm thinking, hey, eat the best. No, I'm just saying I like the guy a lot, and uh, I think long term he'll be all right. Um. Anyways, yes, I, I got to give us. You know, here's the thing: coaching matters. You know, Washington under Jimmy Lake looked like a the worst program since sliced bread. They were horrible last year, Clark. They they, they finally get a real coach in there, uh, and I always forget the guy's name. Um, oh my God, what is the Washington uh, head coach? I forget his name, but he's done a nice job there. They got a competent offense. They got the Michael Penix. Everybody forget how good he was at at uh, Indiana, 24 for 40, 397 yards for Michael Penix, four touchdowns. I must have had amnesia. I forgot they can't stop a passing quarterback. CJ, I was at the game. Ohio State was up 49 nothing and a half. CJ Stroud threw for like 800 yards on him. So, <laughs> yes, 300, Michael Penix is good. It, yeah, it, why, it, why, did, why did they let him get away? Uh, why did they get uh, – Kalen – okay, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Kalen DeBoer, let me get your name right. Washington coach. Sorry, I disrespect yeah. you, coach. He's done a nice job there. They're 3-0. I don't know. I think it was just time for a change. You know, he had some success a couple of years ago. Then last year he got hurt, and they had a down year. And I just think, you know, Indiana's 3-0, and I'm not saying they're great, but, like, they went and got the, the kid from Missouri who's a decent quarterback, Connor Bazax, I think, whatever his name is. He's a decent quarterback. So I just think sometimes it's good to get a change. You know what I mean? He probably needed a change and good, good for Washington. Cause this kid looks awesome. Yeah. He came from the coach came from Fresno state. Yes. And, but he was at, uh, he was at Indiana in 19 as their OC. Then he went to Fresno state for two years. And like Jimmy Lake was just, I mean, 
Washington went to all right under Peterson to like downright disaster. They fired him less than two years. Clark, that was less than two years because he had, remember he had an off field incident. Remember he, he hit a kid when they were on the field and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was all, it was just all this bad stuff. I mean, Jimmy Lake lasted less than two years. This guy comes in year one, they're three and oh with a big win against, you know, Michigan state. I mean, just a night. I mean, coaching matters and, and like, you know, who knows how good he'll be long-term, but it looks like from the start, it looks like he's a good coach and, and he's doing a nice job up there. All right. Michigan state, they got out of their Mac, their Mac conference. You know, they play Western Michigan, Akron first game of the season. Lost at, lost at Washington. They're home to Minnesota. That game could go either way. I do like Michigan State in that one. At Maryland, with two his, two his little brother, who looks to be one of the better quarterbacks in the Big Ten. Maybe He's good. Yeah, he's good. And they got they got a deep receiver group. They really do. They The Jared kid, they, you know, they got three or four legit good receivers. And then you got Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan. This is murderer's row right now for Michigan but, State. Hey, this, okay. This can okay. get off the track. Okay, but hey, right. let me back you up. Back you up. He's two and zero against Jimmy. He's two and zero against Michigan. Uh, we'll see. You know, I'm just saying. And it was Jimmy's Wisconsin, got a quarter- come on. Jimmy's got a quarterback. Jimmy's got a quarterback. Yeah, JJ McCarthy. We'll see. You know, it, you know. Okay, what was their over under? Michigan State. I think it was seven and a half. So they they were not very high on Michigan State this year. I still take an over. I think they're eight and four. <laughs> Penn State, Indiana, Rutgers, Illinois. They they probably got to go three and one those games to get the over seven wins. Oh, that I mean they could beat Minnesota. They could beat Maryland, Wisconsin. They could beat Michigan. I mean they beat them the last two years. I don't they could beat Ohio. They could beat Ohio State too. They could. That game scares the crap out of me. Go up to the East yeah, Lansing. I've seen some weird stuff. Hey, they're not beating Ohio State. I, I'm telling you, I've seen like this happens every year. Everybody says uh, does this every year. Clark people go, oh Ohio yeah. State. And they said Ohio it last State, year too. They said it last year. It was thirty-five to freaking nothing at, at, before I even turned it on. But no, I, all I'm, I know, all I'm saying is this: every year, everybody says it's going to be a cakewalk for Alabama or Ohio State, and then they get in a dogfight sometimes because these teams get up for them. So, like, I never, I never take wins for granted. I really don't. Like Wisconsin this week's coming in the horseshoe. I think Ohio State will beat them, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a dogfight for three quarters. I mean, yeah, Wisconsin's yeah, coming there fired up. 18-point favorites. I like Ohio State. The problem with Wisconsin is they don't have a quarterback, and that's yeah. going to be like that. So, anyway, we'll see. We'll put a pin on Michigan State. I'm saying eight and four. We'll see if I'm right or wrong. I'm going to put it in here in the notes. I don't forget. Wider says eight and four. So, and f- crazy thing is they gave him that $100 million contract, and, and, and you know, because he was probably going to LSU. So it's like it's like these NFL teams giving these quarterbacks, giving Russell Wilson two hundred some million dollars. This guy's done in a couple of years. He's towards the end of his career. I just I don't understand it. Dak Prescott, he, yeah. he, he's just they're not two hundred two hundred million dollar guys. Because, well, I know, but the problem is like you know if you if you don't have a quarterback, you think you you might not be anything. So, anyways, all right, let's move on. Texas A and M, Miami. That was not. That was an ugly game. Texas I, texted you, I texted you that I thought A and M was going to take this after they announced Mac Johnson as their starter. I thought you did. That would, You're right, and I felt a lot better too. Well, I was right, but I mean, it was still a it was still a crappy game. I mean, they can't. Texas A and M's offense just is not there. They stink. Yeah, like like I was listening to a podcast. Stuart Mandel made a great point. He's like, you know, I know it's different, but like. 
Washington goes higher as Fresno's, Fresno's head coach, who's been an offensive guy. Year one, their offense went from putrid last year to Jimmy Lake to good. And it's like you go look at you go look at Texas A&M. How many years has been there, and their offense is trash. Like, it's why bad. is it? Why is it so trash? Predictable. I. I mean, yeah. So I mean, like, like it, 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 it's squarely on the head coach because he calls the plays. It's squarely on the coach. And so, and, and like, I'm a believer in Mario. I'm a believer in Mario Cristobal as a coach. Um, And I, I'm not going to judge him year one because I think that just, there wasn't as much there. And I think that Van Dyke, but outside of that, the receivers aren't very good and their special teams were a complete disaster in that game. So I'm not willing to to sell Mario right now. I just think it's year one and I'm going to be patient with him. I think Miami had the ball outside the red zone four times, came out with nine points. I know. It's crazy. That's not good. You got to win many football games. They they could have won that. They could have won that game. They could. Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm a Texas A&M fan, the only thing I would feel good is you, you, maybe you hope Max Johnson can grow from this. You would hope maybe in like, cause like Max Johnson did some good stuff. I was shocked he didn't win the job. He did some real good stuff. Last year, with a for shitty, LSU. with a shitty LSU team. That t- LSU team was terrible last year. And I he, think he would. I think that Jimbo was trying to go lightning in a bottle with Haynes King, and then Haynes King just he stunk, and he was just like, "I'm going to Max Johnson," because Max Johnson's, a, you know, he's got some talent for sure, you know, and he can really sling it if he gets some time. You know, who they got? They got and they got Arkansas this week. That's yeah, yeah there's no, yeah, no rest of the weary for the Texas A&M. I mean, I don't know what their strength of schedule is right now, but it's got to be toward the top. Yeah, it's not it's not pretty in 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 Aggie land. So we'll see. I mean, you know, so we'll we'll see on that. But that was an ugly one. At least you know, you're an AM fan, you're gonna be happy. Oklahoma 49, <laughs> 14, Nebraska. We we you know, I saw all these people saying the sharps were all on Nebraska. I didn't get it. Like I'm like, I'm I'm taking Oklahoma. Like, there's no way I didn't bet it. But like I, I didn't believe in Nebraska at all. I mean, like I don't know why anybody would think they, you know, because they got an interim head coach. The roster's junk. Like no. Well, I don't know who else they could fire. <laughs> they fire their head coach, and then today they fire their uh, defensive coordinator. Yeah. How many more guys can they fire? I don't know. I don't know who else. So <laughs> it, it's it's gonna be. It's like it was like last year with USC. USC was remember. I think they only won four games. They fired Clay Helton early, but, you know, so like the rest of the year is pointless for Nebraska. It was going to play out the card. I doubt they make a bowl. Uh, they they, they, they one and three now I doubt they make a bowl. They're, so, they're you know, so they're probably going to get like three or four wins. And so the rest of the year is just waiting on that next guy. Okay. So that's Nebraska. Spent enough time with them last week talking about the firing. Let's talk about a good team, Oklahoma. They're surprised. I mean, their offense is just as good, and now they got a better defense. I mean, it's kind yeah. of yeah. I I I think I think that the, Gabriel's a good quarterback, man. And, he and like is. Dylan Gabriel, I loved him at UCF, and then um, they brought in Libby, the offense coordinator, who's who was at Ole Miss, and then before that, the USF. He's always calls a good game, and so I really I I liked it. My and I was a little negative on them. I'll be honest. The reason why I was a little negative is nothing to do with Gabriel or nothing to do with the OC or, or the head coach. It was just they lost a lot in the transfer portal. They lost like 20 guys. But 
they are good, and I think they're probably going to win the Big 12. Yeah, I was way over on their, their over-under. I think, I mean, 11-1, I think probably the worst case, best case, worst case scenario, I guess, for the, the over. I had them over, what, under nine and a half. They're going to go over. Okay. So, all right, here we go. Here's our guest. Here. Kyle Santa. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. There he is, the old ball coach. How you hey, doing, man? I'm, I'm good. I'm scheming. I, I'm getting my playbook ready for this weekend. I can't decide which way I'm going, left or right. <laughs> All right, so, so let me start here. I know you're a big uh, college football fan. So where would you be right now? Uh, the national landscape, Georgia looks incredible. Um where do you where do you think everybody is nationally? You know, you got Alabama had the law had the close win. You know, they're still playing well. You got Ohio State. You got some other teams like Michigan. You know, they played nobody. Clemson's still undefeated. Where, where how would you handicap the playoff race and the national championship race? I know we're only four weeks in, but so I would know, still say, a lot of ball left. Yeah, I would say you give me Georgia or the field. Those are your options. Like who are you taking, Georgia? I, I would take Georgia right now. I mean, wow. if you look at what if you look at what they've done versus everybody else, I mean, they've already got Oregon. We saw what they did to BYU. Um, Stetson Bennett's already taken, I think, probably two, three, four, five extra steps over what everybody thought he was going to do this year. And if you pair him with the tight ends they've got and what they're doing schematically, I think it's just they're the ones to catch. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I I think that they're so dynamic on offense now, and it's like people don't realize this is Todd Munkin's third year there. So like there's a comfort level for Stetson Bennett and all his playmakers and they're all back. And so like, yeah, they're loaded and they still got freaks everywhere on defense. Well, that's right. I mean, that's the thing too. And I think people get lost in that with all the constant change in all these programs. I mean, even look at Bama and all the turnover that they have every year with staff, when you can have that, that consistency and you have the quarterback there, you have the coordinator They're they're just going to get better every week. So that's, that's the thing with them. They even where they're at right now in the first three weeks versus where they're going to be, they're just going to progress as the season goes on. Yeah, I, I agree. So I, I know you, you follow Notre Dame. Where do you think they got, you know, I was telling uh, Clark, man, Freeman looked so relieved to get the win. I don't know if happy was the word. I think it's more relieved. He, he don't know how many more he's going to get. Yeah, that's he's got to be happy about it. He, he probably got home that night and saw the Marshall Bowling Green score and was like, oh, this ain't great. <laughs> when, you got, when you got the everybody, I was sitting there, you know, I was thinking, okay, you know, Marshall, maybe they got a chance to get in the Final Four. And we got Ohio State. We won't look so bad. Then Marshall goes and, you know, folds the table over and loses the Bowling Green. So that doesn't look great. <laughs> but I mean, I think I, look, he's he's got a lot of he's got a lot to <laughs> to build on, right? Like, if you're going to lose to Marshall out of the gate, you come back, you struggle against California. They've got to figure out the quarterback situation, and that's the frustrating part. You've been, I mean, Chad and I watched Notre Dame forever, right? The last good quarterback, I'll give me Kevin McDougal back in 1993. You haven't had anybody since Brady Quinn. You can throw him in there. They just they've got to find consistency at the quarterback. And that's the frustrating part when you start to look at the transfer portal and everything everybody's doing. And they came into this year with the two quarterbacks with Buckner and Drew Pine, and they were comfortable in that. That's what scares me. Like there's just so many guys out there. And in order to win, you've got to have a quarterback and you've got to have your defensive ends, right? Like you that's it. Like it's college football is not complicated. You've got to have the quarterback. If you have the quarterback, you're in every game. And if you've got the rushers to then disrupt the game, you're good. And they don't have that right now. And I think Freeman knows that. And that's why he's hitting the recruiting trail so hard. So that's the positive thing. The big concern for them 
is keeping these recruits that he's got for the next two years. Because if it, if it gets uglier, that's where you're going to start running a problem. Yeah, the Keon Keeley, you know, the, the, the five-star kid, he was committed and then he decommitted. Then he goes to the Ohio State-Notre Dame game on the Ohio State side, and he's coming back up this week for the Wisconsin game. So, like, and then, like, there's some other guys I've heard maybe. So they put together a great recruiting class. Can they hold on to him? And if you look at the average player rating, it's way higher than what, what Brian Kelly had. So it's not way higher. It's higher, I should say that. So, so yeah, if he can keep this recruiting class. I mean, they got the kid committed in 24 car, who's a stud quarterback. So if they can keep him and keep this class together, you know, you could build something on it and then a year or two down the road be better. But he's got to at least get the – I mean, what's their over-under wins? How many wins they get, Clark? Right oh, now. Lord. We said if they get over six, I'd, I'd be shocked. Uh, yeah, I'll push six. Yeah, I would say six. If they get seven, it's, it's a good year for him. I mean, with what the way the schedule's laying out even now. I mean, even North Carolina. <laughs> they, they can't. There's no – I don't think we can score. I don't the think, offense keep, yeah, they, if North Carolina gets 30, there's no way North Dame can score 30. There's no freaking way. Yeah, that's – I mean, that's going to be the problem for him the rest of the year. When you don't have a quarterback this, – so this is the frustrating part. If you're going to be a decent quarterback, college football, and really football at any level now, you're completing 65% plus of your passes. Every top quarterback in college football is in the 75 plus. I mean, look at Stroud. Look at some of these guys. Yeah. And you had Buckner at like 56%. Pine struggled. He got going a little bit. You've got, you've got to have that because that's the way it's an extension of your run game. And when the way that their offensive line has struggled, which, you know, I don't know if that's the coaching change with Quinn going out and his thin back coming back in. I don't know what that is, but I mean, they've just, they've got to find something. They got to stick to it. And I think as you moved into this season, you thought that was going to be the strength of it. And they've kind of had to pivot from that. So yeah, the struggles I, are there. The struggles are there. Well, They're real. I, you know, They're I, real. I, was, I was telling Clark a couple weeks ago, I said, you know, like I'm an Ohio state grad. You kept coach. Let's go back. Let's go back. You kept them in your top five. After they lost to Ohio State, I because said, I was impressed. I said, you like, were they drunk. came in, they came into the shoe and they, and they competed against the top three team, and I was impressed with them. All right, I, I, I was you wrong. Had a little, I think I you was had a little too much perfect drink. there, Clark. You Come had, on, you had little, buddy. You had a little too much to drink that weekend while you're at Columbus. You know, well, I did have a little too much to drink, but okay, it, it's hard, man. Like, like, it, go ask the AP after they lost to Ohio State. They moved them down only nine. Don't be mad at the AP writers. That's the thing. Like these, these first three weeks are like preseason. I mean, right. if you look at that's some of these teams, it's, uh, and especially when you get road games like that. And even, I mean, even, that, that's my point, right? Like Marshall came to Notre Dame, beat them. Then they go into Bowling Green the next weekend, put up a clunker and they lose. And you've got these all across the country. I mean, look at Oregon. I mean, Georgia, that's what we're talking about. Georgia being on another level. And then Oregon comes back and they knock off BYU, who I thought was going to be a competitive team the whole year when you've got nothing but 26, 27 year olds on your team. You know, you're going to get some consistency from those guys, but they go, they go in there and it's just, it's the up and downs of the first few weeks before teams figure out. Right. And, and, and oh, this is what we, we, you know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but like, Ohio, you know, um, you know, I went to Ohio State when I graduated in 02. Like, Ohio State won a national championship with Craig Krenzel, ultimate game manager, 14 touchdown passes. Hey, you know, do you like, know how else they won that national championship? With a yeah, great defense. No, they got it. They got a little help by a little guy named Scotty McMullen, right? Yeah. He, Scott McMullen went to a great cut. Uh, went to Granville. With, oh, with, no, no. It's, I, I yeah. love Scott McMullen. We in the student section, we just go, Scott, Scott McMullen. 
Yeah. Scott how, how, let's go back, Kyle. How good of a high school football player was he, though? He was unreal. He was absolutely unreal. Yeah, they had a whole class of guys that he was loaded up with. Yeah, they were. Uh, well, I mean, I don't remember how many games they played that year back in high school. 10, 10 games, 10 and 0. I think the closest one was like a 35 point victory. And they didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs because that was back when they only put the first four in the district in their, their schedule. What they played lower tier teams. Well, they, yeah, they scheduled like some D1 teams and stuff that ended up. You know, not not panning out on the schedule wise, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but, but what I'm saying is, if you look and you look at Alabama at the start of this, the Saban game manager type quarterbacks, not anymore. And like that's you're right about Notre Dame. They haven't now. Car the car kid is is good, the real deal. So if they can keep him, and all right. Keep, we say, okay, we say that. We hope he's the real deal. I mean, these kids. This he's a highly recruited thing. kid. I'm just. I think he I is. I agree. But so was Buckner. Thing. Buckner was highly well, recruited too. Buckner, and that's like even like watching Spencer Rattler, you know, South Carolina on Saturday. These guys that they just get tagged with that, you know, so early on, and you put so much weight on that, and you can watch the film the first. But, but the, the you, flip you know side if the about kid has it or not. The flip side with Notre Dame though is their skill position at receiver is not very good, and even running back at times, you know, it's like like now Mayer is a first round pick. We can all agree to that. I mean, he's a he's a baller. But like they got to be better at the skill position overall. Yeah, and so I think that's I think we're that's where Reese has struggled these last two weeks is trying to find an identity, what he wants his actual scheme yeah. to be. Because I mean, the fact I think I think Mayer's got what fifteen catches through three games. That's absurd. He should have thirty, right? Like he should be getting. 10, 12 balls thrown to him a game. And even if not, I get some end rounds. He's probably the best tackle breaker on the team. So you get him involved however you can. That's what they need to figure out. All right, Clark, go ahead. I was, I'm, I, you know, you try and rip on me about my Notre Dame rank. Go ahead. You can ask your cousin a question here. Okay. How's, uh, so you're coaching, uh, you're co- coaching your son's team. How are you guys looking for the first three weeks of the season? Let's see. We're still working on right versus left, right? You got that? This, this will sum up the entire season so far. We run the subs in, right? And this, my, my little buddy comes running out. So they're, what, first, second graders? Comes running out there. He's ready to go. Hasn't been in the game much. Looked down, and I'm like, hey, Luke, where are your arms at, man? He's like, they're in my jersey. I'm like, Luke, you probably got to take the arms out of your jersey and play a little bit of football, buddy. Uh, we're, working on, we're working on the little things, right? We're not even to the tackling. We're, we're working on getting our uniform up properly snapping the uh, chin strap on and getting ready to go. So it's a lot of sweep right, sweep left. We might hit them with reverse this week. Uh, what, what are you running? What am I running? I'm running, I'm running a power eye, sweep there right, you go. sweep left, halfback dive. That's about, you know, that's what I said. Every time you get back there and the kid gets in the huddle and he's pointing to which way you should go, you know you got problems. Hey, so, have you thrown a pass this year? We did. We threw one. Did not go well. We threw one, <laughs> we threw one yesterday. Nice. Threw it about about eh, 10 feet over the kid's head. So we'll get him next year. How's, um, uh, how's the Dayton Flyers doing this year? Hey, we, uh, what did we just hit? 500 straight games without being shut out. Still, wow. Still the record. So, yeah. Wow. I think they, uh, they're, they'll be good, man. We always settle in there. You know, the old Flyers. Rick Chamberlain's still hanging out around there. So he's there when I was there 20 years ago. Rick's been around forever. But, yeah, you know. Wow. Those, hey, days, hey, those hey, days are long gone. Hey Kyle, how good do you think the Buckeyes are? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out. I mean, I, I think they're good, right? Like I think that I mean, as we've just talked about, right? Notre Dame struggled. They didn't have an offense. We thought, you know, it, it was a little bit of a combination of the Ohio State defense being better than we thought it was, but now it looks like that may have flatlined a little bit. 
I, I was telling Chad the other night when that Toledo game was on, I, if I were Notre Dame, I'd be reaching out to him trying to get him in the transfer portal. Oh, he's um, good. Yeah. He, yeah. I, I, I argued, sorry to cut you off, I argued he might be the best quarterback Ohio State sees until Michigan because, like, he, he made some he, outstanding plays. He might be, and that's and, and so. This is and I was telling you, this is the frustrating part as a Notre Dame fan. You, you see these kids out here at these schools, and you're like, "Where? How are we not? How are we not getting these guys? Is somebody that can instantly help?" But I think to your question, I think, I think anytime you have a quarterback the caliber of CJ, I think you're going to be in at the end. Now we're going to find out. I think you know over the next few weeks as we get into Big Ten play, who's for real and who's not. Because I think what you got the Big Ten East, what I think Michigan State's the only team that's got a loss. So that, that side of it's going to obviously be stacked up for the sleepers in the West. Um, but I, I think they're going to be there at the end. It's going to come down to that last game. It's going to come down to them in Michigan and who gets better throughout the season if they can true up this defense and actually get some rush up there and get some real playmakers, which I think they're going to have because Day's got that, that team so stacked. Yeah, and we don't know what to see out of Michigan yet. I mean, they've played three cupcakes. They got the, their strength schedule is the worst in college football, so – well, you they know, got they what, get, Maryland? They got Maryland. They got Maryland. Weekend. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll start we'll seeing. Find out. We'll start yeah, to they, find out here over the next few few weeks to see who's yeah. for real and who's not. You want right, to touch right. it? You know, go All ahead, right. Coach. Go ahead, go Coach. Go ahead. You, you, Clark. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, what do you think of some of these coaching changes already? You know, uh, Herm Edwards, Arizona State, you know, uh, Scott Frost, Nebraska. Uh, Probably the Auburn kit guy is going to be next. What do you think of these coaching changes? Hey, I was just shocked when they brought up that Herm Edwards got fired because I didn't know Arizona State slowed a football team. So <laughs> Talk about being irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, you, you got it. And I, I like that. What did they say? It was the recruiting challenges or something like that they're using as the excuse to, to get them out of there. So, yeah, I mean, I think we've talked about this. There is so much. You, you know within the three years if your guy can do it or not. And if you get your if your recruits are coming in, if you're not and Frost, I mean, he was way over his head. Now, I, you know, I've heard things through different, you know, podcasts and everything that he was just too loose and it just wasn't happening. Like just even within the coaches ranks, like guys showing up late for meetings. You, I mean, like yeah, we hey, talked, hey, we hey, talked hey, about Kyle, it earlier. Yeah. Hey, 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 Kyle, Kyle, think about this. Uh, Bruce Feldman on the Audible said that he didn't show up for a meeting while when they were in, in Ireland. He didn't show up for a coach's meeting. Yeah, but he gets stuck at the pub. I mean, I've been there. It's, it's hard to get out. It's dark. You lose track of time. So, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I coached football, football 15 years. I never once I had a head coach not show up for a meeting. And they're there an hour before us usually. It's, it's just laughable. I can't believe how bad he was. Anyways. No, and that's and that's the thing. Like you know, so quick, and you knew at the beginning of the last year that it wasn't going to work, and they just keep giving him more and more. And the, what was the buyout that they hit? And there was even like another like few million that they could cut from it if they waited a few more weeks. So seven point five. You know, so that what it was? Yeah. So you knew his time was done. I mean, that's when you have really well, burned some bridges. And it's the same thing with remember Clay Helton at USC. They kept yeah. stringing the guy around. It's like he's not the guy. You Go know. get him. Like, you know, after two or three years, like, Clay Helton was not the guy. He was a lovely man, probably, like, a nice guy. Everybody said he was, like, the nicest guy ever. You're not a head coach at USC. Sorry. But, that's, I mean, and that's the thing. You're getting into these some of these programs. Nebraska's – I mean, look, I, I will admit, Notre Dame is never going to be what they were. Now, do I think Freeman can take them up a notch with recruiting and get them into the balance of some of those guys? Because you've got George, you got Bam, you got Ohio State. 
got Clemson kind of on that tier, and then everybody else is just trying to be relevant. Nebraska is not going to be there unless they go to like the wishbone and just try to do the Navy style of let's mix it up and we can catch people on off weeks. You're not just not going to get recruits there. Hey, so, go get Jeff Munkin. Yeah. I mean, there's, that's what I mean. There's some options out there to do stuff like that. You've got to kind of find that niche. And he was trying to do his thing that he was doing at UCF and it's just, you're not going to do it in Nebraska. So you're right. You're right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kyle, for jumping on. We'll, we'll, we'll have to have you come back on another time. You fellas enjoy the rest of it. We'll talk to yep, you later. Thanks, Kyle. Talk to you soon. Yeah. All right, there you go. All right, Kyle Santa. Yeah, very good. Really good knowledge. I know you're ripping on me about – I just was a believer in your fighting Irish. Sorry, man. AP yeah, kept him at nine. Yeah, well, I watched watch a lot of the games. So, I was wrong. Hey, I admit I'm wrong sometimes, yep. I tell you something I was right about. Herm Edwards. I thought that was a horrible hire. Uh, so Herm Edwards, you know, I love the guy on TV. He's a good guy, but that was a disaster hire. He's 26 and 20. They, they pulled the plug on him. It wasn't just the losing. Um, it was during COVID. They were bringing recruits in. They did all these recruiting things. NCAA is all over them. I know the NCAA is a joke, but it sounded like they really like did some, some shady stuff during COVID. So like Herm Everts pulled the plug on them. Uh, before I name my candidates, what do you think? You got anything on on Arizona State? And Herm you Edwards? know, they started off with kind of a bang. I think that first year they went eight and four. They had some big wins. Yeah. And, and you know, Herm is such a genuine. He comes off very genuine, likable. I loved him on all the ESPN programs, right? So I was I was rooting for him when he got that when he got that job. And unfortunately, you know, as as we got here, what the year five that it just wasn't, just wasn't, just wasn't going to last. And uh, you know, the name I heard floating around um, today, which is Deion Sanders. When's Deion Sanders going to get a big? He's going to get a power five job here this year. I think, I think his teams and, and schools realize that he's invested in these programs and he's willing to put in the time. Um, he's going to get a big job. And maybe it's Auburn. Maybe it's Florida State. If they, you know, they struggle down the stretch, and, you know, they, they lose. I think Norvell's going nowhere. They're three and oh. Yeah. They look better. Yeah. We'll see. But, um, Arizona State would probably be a good good fit for for because they have no expectations, right? You 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 win nine games there, you're here. Let's back up a second. First of all, I think this is an underrated job. You know, like 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 I, they haven't done anything in ever. I know, but it's in a big city. There's more high school talent going there. Like, I'm not saying you win an national championship, but like you should be able to compete in the big the Pac-12 a little bit. I, you you disagree? Yeah, I, I, this is it's a basketball school. You know, Arizona. When's the last time they've been a Rose Bowl? Jake Plummer versus Ohio State in the nineties. Well, I know, but I, I think years ago. I think there's potential there. I really do. I, How much the potential? Nine, ten wins. That's the potential. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I'm just saying. There's like, nothing be, wrong with that. They there's could be better that. than what they are. That's all I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> like Herm Edwards was a was a horrible hire. He's a great guy, but you, you don't hire a 65 year old who hasn't coached in 10 years and last coaching job was NFL. You don't hire him to bring your program in there. No. So, okay. So here's my top three candidates. Uh, I was re- I read a bunch of articles on it. Kalani Sataki. What about the BYU coach? Been out west. He dominated the, the Pac-12 for the most part as a BYU coach. What do you think of that? No, I think that's a great hire. You know, you get a lot of those uh, a lot of those guys out there. Kind of fits the mold. You you want to recruit the West, and you know you're not pulling kids from from Florida, 
probably little minimal Texas, um, you know, Ohio, Michigan. You're not pulling kids from there. You're staying out west. So that's that's actually that's actually a good one. The first I've heard that name. Okay, second one I picked. Talking, I he did a good job, Mississippi State. Dan Mullen. What about Dan Mullen? I know it got weird in Florida, but he did do a good job, Michigan, Mississippi State. He's got to recruit. And you said recruiting was one of the big things for, uh, you know, for Herm, you know, losing out there. Dan doesn't like, he does not like to recruit. Now he loves to coach football. So is he going to, is he going to jump to the NFL where it's just coaching or is he going to stay in college? That I guess we'll see. Okay. And then the third one I picked was, uh, I, I've always liked this guy. Uh, when he was at Arkansas State, I really liked him because, you know, I, I don't know if you know his story. His his wife, like four or five years ago, died of cancer, and I, it was a really moving story. And he did a nice job at Arkansas State, and now he's at Utah State. He did a nice job there last year, Blake Anderson. I think he's going to get a division – he's going to get a Power 5 job eventually. He's done a nice job. Um, and so, you know, he's been out west now a couple of years out there. I think he is a really good coach. So that was my third. Uh, There's some other guys, assistants and stuff. But, you know, we'll see what they do. They have not hired a good coach in a while. You know, maybe maybe they'll always be that program that stinks. I don't know. But, you know, I, I like Blake Anderson as a guy. He went 11-3 and three last year at Utah State. Yeah, no, that's, you're right. He's, he's on everybody's radar. I think he's going to get a big Power 5 job. Yeah, so. Anyway, so we'll see what happens. Um, so back-to-back weeks, we had Nebraska, and now we had Arizona State fire coaches. I mean, it's getting earlier and earlier, Clark. Yeah, slow, uh, slow, uh, slow news. Uh, college football news. with talking about Arizona State that hasn't been relevant in thirty years, but we'll, you know. Well, okay. So the next <laughs> one, yeah, this is where the next couple shoot to fall is the Auburn coach. The Auburn, yeah. Just a yeah. matter of time, and another one is Georgia Tech with Jeff Collins. You know, and so Harson, I don't know. I think if he next, I think the first SEC game or two he loses, he's done. They already fired the AD. Why would they keep him around? And Auburn's a good job, so we'll see who, who gets in the mix with that. So, Georgia Tech could be the worst. I mean, they were one of the worst Division One programs in the country. They are horrible. They're horrible. I mean, and, and like I, 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 I thought they were going to fire him last year, and they did it. It was they were financially strapped, and they, they his bio was too high. <laughs> I, that, that's happened sometimes, you know, like. And, and so, like, I like Jeff Collins. I thought it made sense. He was a DC of Florida, and then he went to Temple, and he went seven and six, eight and four. And it just it's three and nine, three and seven, three and nine, one and two, and they look like they're not even competing. Mm-hmm. No. So, anyways, hey, what about this rumor? Did you see that Urban Meyer in Nebraska? You buy it, it or no? No, no, I'm not buying it. I think this this is debunked. You know, I think it I has been think... too. Now, now, Dennis Dodd reported of CBS that they, they were interested. Uh, Dennis Dodd's a pretty good reporter, but I, I think I saw other people say that he's going to stay at Fox, actually. He doesn't want to go back. Do you think he's done? That's the first question. No. He's, he'll give one more stint somewhere. One more. He wants something. But Nebraska, you know, I've been, I was arguing with my buddy Brian Hauser about this. I, you know, he said maybe Auburn, but I don't think he'll go to Auburn because he, he's not going to want to go compete against Satan every day. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I think he's gonna, he's such an egomaniac. He's going to want one more run. Don't you yeah. think the way Jacksonville ended, he was such a disaster. Yeah. You, you go out with three national championships at three different schools. And I know he's got two at Florida, but you win one somewhere else. Uh, that puts you on, you know, 
you might go down as one of the best college football coaches of all time. I don't think everybody's getting Saban, but that puts you in the top five. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. So I, I think, you know, I don't know if we're going to, you know, to me, Nebraska, like I said last week, talking a lot of Nebraska, Arizona State, but like, just hire a good coach. Like, you don't need to get Irving. You can go get Matt Campbell or, or the Kansas, co- you know, you, there's a lot of good coaches that, you know, that they, they should be able to get a good coach. I think Kyle made a good point. Nebraska's, they're never going to get back to where they were. That those are pipe dreams. It's just like Notre Dame. I agree. They're never going to get back to where they were. But you can hire a good football coach. So go get Matt Campbell and develop that develop tough minded football players. He takes two and three star guys and make them good. Yeah. Don't worry about recruiting. Worry about the Midwest. Get tough sons of bitches and be good. Yeah. You get you get that good quarterback that can start for you for three four three years, and that's what's going to make you. You can't you can't compete with the Ohio State's and Alabama's. That get these these five star quarterbacks and stay two years because they're going to the pros and they're gonna be a top five pick. You're not getting those kids. You're not getting Yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. So all right. We talked about Nebraska enough. Let's let's not talk about them for and, two months. And Arizona State. I don't want to hear Arizona State. I love coaching State. openings. I'm sorry, I'm a nut. <laughs> See many Christmas. They have okay. All right, here you go. Gambling corner. Okay. I went back and I we had four over unders for the season, so now we're what, four three three four three weeks in, right? So you can change your pick or you could stay. Okay, so here you go. Oklahoma before the year, it was nine and a half. We both said under. What do you say now? Over. I want the over. I like the over too. I don't know. You said eleven and one. I like low case or ten and two. But I think they're between 10 and 11 wins. I would say yeah. over for sure. Yeah. Listen, new coach. We did new quarterback. And I know he was a transfer. He was a starter at UCF. We didn't know we were going to get out of the offense. This is one of the instances where they can lose Riley to USC. USC all, all instantly becomes a better program. And, and they get, they get uh, Benables from, from Clemson. This was his dream job. And instantly, Oklahoma's become probably a more well-rounded team. You yeah, know? they can play a little defense. Yeah, so give me the over. I agree. I go the over, too. Okay. Uh, Alabama, 10 and a half, over or under? I'll stay with my over. They, they, think- they, they, won their, they, won their, they won the one that they were, gonna, they were supposed to lose. They won it. I agree. I, I will go over it as well. And they don't have George on their schedule this year in the regular season, nope, so that helps big time. No, and they got to play Auburn at the end. Real cool. tough one there. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Clark's Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, Eight and a half. You said over. I said under. What are you are you going to change it? Yeah, Here's yeah. their schedule. At Ohio State versus Illinois at Northwestern. I mean, Illinois and Northwestern. Eh. At Michigan State versus Purdue versus Maryland at Iowa. Oh, my God. I was horrible at Nebraska versus Minnesota. They could go over. Oh my God. That's uh, not a good schedule. They still might get nine wins. I'll stay with it. I'm going to say my under. Cause I, I don't know. I don't really, I'm not buying them. I just like, they lost at home against Washington state. Not, not trying to cut on Washington state, but that was, that was ugly. So yeah, that's a bad under. loss. That's a bad loss. I'm going to stay under probably eight and four. So. I'll, I'll right. stay tough one here. 
Florida, seven wins. Over or under? We both went over. Mm. They mm. did not look good. They got lucky, lucky. If they don't get that snap, if that, if that kid doesn't snap the ball, um, you know, on the third down, they, they got a better field goal. USF might have won that game. They were tied when it went to overtime. So, uh, seven, I don't know. I, I might have to change that. I might take the under because I think they're six and six, five and seven. Yeah, I, I probably agree with the coach. They're listen. They're not going to win this week. I know it's on our it's our three games we're picking. You know, two top twenty matchup, but uh, I don't see them. I'll tell you what, their their schedule's tough. You know, yeah. I like I I really only see three, maybe four more wins that gets them the that gets them the six. They're losing that Kentucky game and then coming out and playing South Florida like that. That's that's brutal. Brutal. Yeah, you would think you lose Kentucky, come out, play well, win like 42-10 or something, you know, and like they, they got lucky. That Bohannon yeah. kid threw an awful pick late or that they might have lost. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Going to my top 10. Clark loves to rip on me. I didn't put Notre Dame here. I didn't put Michigan State. Oh, Notre Dame's 11, Michigan State's 12. <laughs> I got Georgia one, Ohio State two, Alabama three, Michigan four, Oklahoma five. Yeah, listen, I'd probably have Oklahoma above Michigan. I, I mean, I just haven't seen enough from Michigan just with their schedule. Not to say they're not the fourth best team. Listen, they could be the second best team, um, but I just I, you got to prove it, and they haven't proved it yet with their, with with who they've been playing. I mean, this looks fair. pretty I... good. This looks pretty good. I, I listen. Let's let's look at this. Is Clemson going to be there at the end? I don't know. Their their offense is hard to watch. And they were struggling against I think Louisiana Tech. I mean, <laughs> like 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 their offense is so so bad. Like he's got to pull the plug on DJ. I mean, it's like like come on, put the Clemson kid in. The Clemson kid is a baller. Yeah, I, and here's the thing. You know, it's not even like he's look, looking for DJ to play next year. I think he's gone. He is not going to start him next year. So why don't I, I, rip the bandaid off? Because Dabo doesn't want anybody to do. It. He wants to do his own thing because it's Dabo Sweeney. And did you see I, him sprinting out on the field? He's a clown. Yeah, yeah. Okay, six USC. I'm 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 starting to buy maybe Clemson mm, seven. I moved Clemson high. down. Too I high. Cle- I got Kentucky eight, Oklahoma State nine, and I moved Penn State up to ten. So you're 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 buying into my Oklahoma State, who I thought was going to win the Big Twelve. I, I am. I, it's hard, man. Do do this top ten. I don't know how anybody does top twenty five. It's brutal. Uh, so in in there, I have three SEC teams, three Big Ten teams, three Big Twelve, and one ACC. So my buddy Matt Goddard, who listens to the show, will probably like that because he always rips on ACC. But yeah, ACC does not with Miami losing. I don't know. ACC does not look great right now. So. Um, it comes down to Clemson. I mean, we're, you're so high on Florida State. You know, you. No, I'm not high. I just think he's going to get to like. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not high on Florida State. I think he's going to get to like eight wins, and they're not going to fire him. They're not going to fire him. Go eight and four. You know, he showed progress. Yeah, well, I mean, they're actually they're three and zero, and I mean, they've been two decent teams. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I I mean, I watch that game. I watch a lot of that game. Um. Your boy bet under. That was not a good bet by me. Um, <laughs> um, so, but let's see what they got. Okay. Boston College, Saturday. Win. Win, 4-0. Wake Forest, mm-hmm. at home, though. 
at NC State. Mm, NC State's good. That's a loss. Okay, so let's say they beat Wake Forest. Let's say they beat Wake Forest. They're five and zero. Oh. They lose to NC State. That's five and one versus Clemson. Let's say they lose five two, five and two. Georgia Tech. Man. Let's win six to two. Miami. Mm. No. Six and three. Syracuse. I think they beat them. 50-50, though. Syracuse is not a bad football team this okay. year. Where's Let's that game at? Are they, is that ter- Carrier Dome? Yeah. Ooh, Let's just they... give it to them, though. Okay. Seven. Louisiana yet. There's eight. Yeah. And then Florida. They could beat Florida. Yeah, Florida stinks. Yeah. All right. All right. Eight and four. Maybe even nine and three. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how it plays out. Yeah. I- I'm happy for it. It's fun for them to get to, like, nine and three. Yeah. All right. Good top ten. Actually, your top ten. I'd switch a little couple teams out of here, but we I mean Kentucky, yeah, maybe Oklahoma State, you know, Penn State, you know, had a big win. But uh all in all, not bad. I'd probably have Alabama above Ohio State. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair I'd, 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 yeah. I mean Ohio State, I mean, no one really know about Notre Dame. They really haven't played anybody. Yeah. I I I think Ohio State's gonna be there. I think defensively they are improved and you know, offensively, you know, they're just a juggernaut. So, all right. But, but I don't know how good we're going to see. I think we'll see how good Ohio State is when they got to go to Penn State. Because Penn State could be, like, you know, pretty good going in that game. And then Ohio State-Michigan will be, obviously. Those are the two games that's going to come down to Ohio State season. We know that. So, all right. Here we go. Our picks. Oh, let's somebody, just skip over. We can skip right over this. Oh, somebody went over last week. I didn't do much better. So, hey, I'll own it. I'll own it. He went I, over three. I'm a one for two. I didn't do much better. I mean, I, I took Penn State. I was believing in Penn State. So I won that. You took Auburn. I mean, I, I mean, it was crazy to think. You would think Auburn at home. Three-point dogs. That's how you knew Vegas knew they were bad. Yeah. Uh, Miami at Texas A&M. We both that, game took, was coin, that was a coin flip. They could, that game could have easily won. We both took Miami. And, and then uh, BYU at Oregon, we both oh, took right. – uh, we booked book uh, BYU, so it, you know it's it's, it's so fascinating because Texas A&M coming off a loss got the win, and and then like uh, Oregon two weeks ago getting blown out, they got the big win. So it was like disrespectful, you know. It's like those teams that get those losses and they come back and get the win. BYU could not keep up with Oregon speed. They couldn't. It was crazy. I agree. It, it, I was so. I agree. It, BYU will win a lot of football games this year, but if they play anybody with any sort of speed. There's they can't they can't guard and they can't keep up with them. All right, let's go on to this week. I'm ready. I'm ready to get into this week. Let's go. Clemson at Wake Forest. The Fighting Dabbles. Wake Forest has got a good offense. Their defense always stinks. Their defense is horrendous. Clemson's favored by seven. What say you, Clark? So Wake Forest played Liberty, and they won a barn burner. 37 yeah. to 36. Yeah. How they, scored, crazy is that? they scored. They're averaging, I think, around around 37 or 38 points per game. If if they get in the if they get 24, I think they win this football game. I don't know if Clemson can score. Yeah, so uh, so VMI, they they won they, they won VMI 44-10, Vanderbilt 45-25, and then Liberty 37-20-36. And they got that quarterback who's a stud, Hartman. Threw for 325 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, he had two picks, but he's an absolute monster. Give me Wake Forest plus a seven. Wow. He's taking Wake Forest. I'm I, I, with them. I'm with you. I think so, too. Clark and Wider. 
wider, take Wake Forest the points. I agree. I mean, I, Clemson could still win, but minus seven is a lot. Yeah. This this one could – if it gets up – if it's a shootout, I, I like Wake Forest in this one. I don't – Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Florida at Tennessee. I'll pick this one first, to be fair. Oh, man, Tennessee minus eight and a half. That's a lot. Ah, Florida stinks, though. I don't know. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go with the better team. Tennessee's a better team. They're at home. They're gonna take care of business. Man, you, you took. I was hoping you take Florida. I want to come back on you a little bit. Yeah, I like Tennessee in this one. Fairly big. I think it could be a two, three touchdown difference. That hooker kid. I mean, he's, he's been, good. He's been in college football as long as Clifford from Penn State. He, he's I mean, good. he's he's he's. I mean, he's a great player. He's he threw thirty-one touchdowns and three picks last year. I feel like nobody talks about him. I mean, yeah, he's good. He, he's really. Good. He was at Virginia Tech. Yeah, for three years, and then this is his second year, I believe, at Tennessee. So. Well, he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be at. Uh, uh, they had that Michigan quarterback transfer in. I forget the kid's name. And then he was supposed to be the guy, and then like he stunk last year, and they went right to Hayden Hooker. And Hayden yeah. Hooker was really good last year, and like, yeah. you know, Hypo quietly, Josh Hypo has quietly done a nice job there. They they had all kinds of problems. I mean, they had some crazy shit going on with that Pruitt, who was only there what two years. I mean, he <laughs> Jerry was, Pruitt giving bags to McDonald's money worth of cash. Yeah, that was bad. So yeah, give me Tennessee. I'm going against my Gators. Um, not, you know, they're they're still a couple years away. Is he on the hot seat yet? <laughs> no, nah, he with Gator Nation, he might be, but uh, you know, AR 15 is not not who we thought he was. Yeah, I mean, can we can we call him the the water pistol now? He's not AR 15. I mean, like, has there, cool has there been somebody in college football like in the last 10 years that looks so great week one and looks so horrific the next two weeks? I mean, uh, like, I was listening to athletic podcasts. And they're like, we were wrong. And I'm like, Clark and I were wrong. Like, we were all like, oh, my God. I, th- I think all of Gainesville was wrong. <laughs> this kid, I mean, he jumped in the high. He was a top five Heisman contender. I know. And he's, he is he is just inaccurate. He, and you know what? They do not have a backup quarterback. And I know they talked about this a they lot. They got the kid from Ohio State, but Miller's he's not hurt. that good. He's hurt. Oh, he's hurt? Oh, I didn't know he's that. Hurt. They do not have. Oh, I didn't realize. Miller. Oh no, no, no. He's he's not that good, but he's he's so much better. I think the, I don't even know if they have a scholarship backup, and wow, so they're afraid to kind of that. run. They're afraid to kind of run him. They keep him, you know. And I know the telecast last week was talking about it, but he's just he's lost his confidence, and he's talked about it. And it could take a clunker type team um, to get it back, and it's not going to be Tennessee because Tennessee is the legit football team this year. That that yeah. stadium's that stadium's gonna be rocking, you know, and, and Florida's going on the road for their first for the first time. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, like they're at home yeah. and look like crap the last two weeks, and now you got to and in like the swamp is, uh, you know, the swamp is a you know like a tough place to play. And last two opponents, one one and one almost beat you. And now you got to go to Tennessee. You know, those fans are gonna be going nuts. They're actually good. You know, I see. Oh, his thumb. Matt, Jack Miller. I, I really like Jack Miller. Uh, I don't know if he's like next world type player. He was five star, right? He was a five star kid. Well, yeah, he's four star, and then he got hurt. 
in high school. And then Ohio State, the funny thing is the second guy in that recruiting class was C.J. Stroud. Jack Miller was the first one. And they got C.J. Stroud, and Stroud beat him out. And, like, really, he was the third man that, that uh, Kyle McCord beat him out, too. So he was really the third guy. Um, but, I mean, Jack Miller wouldn't have been bad. Like, he wouldn't be a bad guy to throw out there for a series or two, like give Anthony Richardson a break. But, you know, with his thumb, I see. So he might be getting close. So maybe, yeah. you know, I don't know. All right. I don't like this. We picked the same team, the same same games. That means that anybody that's listening to this podcast probably go the, the opposite direction. That's probably the smart play. Um, looking at the last one, what, Arkansas versus A&M, A&M minus two and a half. Um, Coach, what, why don't you take this one again? Take this one first. I'm going to take Arkansas because here's the reason why. They got the better quarterback. I love that kid. He's Jefferson, right? He's a straight baller. Uh I like the coach. I trust Pittman more than Jimbo. I know Jimbo's a the five-star genius. Guy can't even figure out how to call an offense. Give me Pittman. I, I love Sam Pittman. I heard him on a podcast when he first got hired. And they go, you're going to run bully ball. You're going to run this. He's like, yeah, we're going to run the rock for sure, but we're, we're going to do uh, some different things. And I just love his whole demeanor. And I'm a big Sam Pittman fan. So give me, give me Arkansas minus two and a half. So they get plus two and a half. Yeah. They almost lost to Bobby Petrino at Missouri State, and I know it was one of those. It was just one of those crazy weeks. I think Texas A&M found something a little bit with Max Johnson. I think they got the better defense. Give me Texas A&M minus two and a half. I do think it's a it's a you know a three to seven point game. I, I think it's close, but I like A&M. Okay, so Clark took Texas A&M. There you go. We got a little little spicy, a little different. So yeah, we should. It should be a better week. I mean, I mean, I think this is a really good week of college football um, coming up. Yeah, I really do. You know, we got some good – besides those, you know, those teams, you know, you got, uh, you know, Wisconsin, Ohio State, you know, but, like, you got um, – Can we go back a second? When the hell is Ohio State going to play on the road? Is their whole schedule home games? This is freaking ridiculous. What go do you mean? play on the road. Go play on the road somewhere. Like, come on. Okay, every, uh, every other year they travel away. Okay, yeah. so next year they're going to Notre Dame. Um, but they go to they gotta go to Michigan State, they gotta go to Penn State, they gotta go to Northwestern, they gotta go to Maryland. And and then next year they'll go to Toledo and you know we'll, Eric Arkansas State too. Next year they're going to Notre Dame. They're gonna be in oh, South Bend week oh, okay. three. Yeah. Maybe by then you'll actually have a quarterback. Yeah, doubtful. <laughs> doubtful. <laughs> but no, no, there's I'm not, you know, I know Ohio State, but I'm saying there's a lot of there's some other intriguing games. Texas, Texas Tech. Intriguing game. Uh, um, you know, USC, Oregon State. Oregon State's not bad. They're 3-0. Yeah. You know, that's an intriguing game. Um, so there, there are some other intriguing games for sure on, on the docket, you know. Uh, so I, I'm excited to see. We, You know, we're almost there. We're, we're in conference play a lot of times. Not everybody's in conference play, but we're getting close. So there was a lot of good matchups coming down the road. You know, uh, we're going to get there. You know, this week, I mean, two great SEC games, Florida, Tennessee, and Arkansas, Texas A&M, you know, one at 331 at seven. You know, those are two good matchups. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Good, good decent slate this week, I will say. And Brian Kelly, your, your, your second, your favorite coach, got a big win last week, beat wow. Mississippi State, and now they got New Mexico this week. I Listen, Mississippi State, that's another one that could be looking for a new coach. I think uh, that experience – No way. He's uh, got a, that's my guy. Mike Leach has done a nice job. His offense is putrid, too. Like, he's supposed no, to be – No, he's not. He, he oh, ran geez. into a buzzsaw. LSU's uh, good. Yeah, <laughs> LSU stinks. Let's be honest. 
I mean, he he's you know it's Michigan, Mississippi State. You know, come on. It's not like they're gonna they're Alabama here. Ugh. Anyways, all right. We want to thank you. I'm gonna thank our fan, uh, our our guest, Kyle Santa. He did a nice job. Um, he's related to you. That's the only downfall. <laughs> I'm but he did a nice job. He broke down. and had some good good stuff there. Uh, and we got some uh, Pee Wee football talk. So that was good. Hey, he's a coach. That's why I call coach. him coach. Yeah. Come coach. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Any final words there for my Notre Dame friend? No, let's uh, – we need we need to get back to 500 here and get North Carolina. Uh, it's a, t- it's a pick em game. I do like the Irish in a, in a close one. You said you didn't think they could score 30 points. Now you think they can win? Yeah. Being pessimistic. Yeah, that's a 3.30 kick. Ooh, man, that's going to be a fun one. That's another one. It's so much fun to see Notre Dame, you know. They're going to be fascinating to watch because you know they're probably – They're going to be in every game. Everybody's going to be close. Yeah, everybody's going to be be like It's like the train wreck. You can't turn away. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, Josh Allen. He's freaking Thank you so much for listening. and yep, we'll be back next week. Uh, you know, talking about all these great games, everything. I promise you, no Nebraska, Arizona State, no Appreciate that. All right, thanks so much, and go Bucks!